Hello, everybody. Um, the discussion today is about how did Yaakov lie to Yitzchak? Um, so I just want to preface that the thoughts I'm saying is, I don't remember explicitly, but I think that my thoughts on this topic have been um, enlightened by my Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Jay. And um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but um, that's my sense is that what I'm saying is based upon uh, his thoughts. So, um, so basically, the, the, the question is, again, Yaakov was, Yitzhak was giving um, brachos. He told Esau to go get him a uh, game to be able to uh, give him the brachos to eat. And sure enough, Rivka told uh, Yaakov to go in instead and to pose as Esau and to get the brachos. And sure enough, when he came to him, he said, um, And who are you? And then this is in Chavzayin Yitas. Yaakov said, "I love Anochi Esav b'Choracha. I am Esav, your firstborn. Nasisi Kasher Dirata Eli. I did that which you told me. Kum Nashivav Achomitzedi B'Avotvaranachshacha. Now please get up and uh, eat from my uh, food, in order that you'll bless me." So he says, "Anochi Esav b'Choracha. I am Esav, your son. I did what you asked me to do." So Rashi says, "Anochi." Right, he makes a comma, a hard break. Anochi, I, Anochi, and maybe the I'm the one who brought it to you. The Esav who becharecha, and Esav is your firstborn. So instead of it saying I am Esav, your firstborn, it says I am the one who brought it, and Esav is your firstborn. And then it says Asisi, I did that which you told me. It says Asisi, kamadvarim I did a lot of things like you told me. In other words, Yaakov didn't explicitly lie. He just kind of put the commas and, you know, changed the commas. And he says, Asisi, I did what you told me. He didn't explicitly say I did. I got the game, the, the animal which you told me to get. He just said, I did what you told me. So it was basically like twisting his words in a way that he'll be somewhat truthful. And then sure enough, again, in Pasuk of Nalad, so he said, um, he says, one second, right? Right, he says, Are you, is this my son? Are you my son, Ani, I am. So Rashi says, he didn't say Ani Esav, he just says, Ani, I am. Okay, I am. So again, these things sound very, very forced and contrived. Right, is that really, is that legitimate? Could you just lie in a manner like that and just, you know, take any lie and put the commas and change the whatever and then you end up saying the truth? It just sounds like a big stretch. So, let's hold that question for a moment. So, the Radak asks the question more directly. And he says, Some are bothered, this is the Radak on Yitaf, on Chavzayin Yitaf. So he says, Some are bothered, how could Yaakov, who's a tzaddik, and if you're a god, speak Shekhar? How could he lie, say falsehood? So he says, it's not so astounding, because Yaakov knew that he was fitting for Bracha more than his brother. And that the the spirit of Nevoah that would rest on Yitzchak, the father, would be to bless him more than uh, Hashem obviously wanted to bless him more than his brother Esau, because he was uh, found favor in the eyes of uh, of his father, much more than Esau. And he says a change of words and things like this is not a disgrace for a tzaddik, because you see, you see a few examples. He says, for example, you see Shmuel Navi. Shmuel Navi was going to go. I think he was to anoint David. So I think he was going to anoint uh, David, and um, he says, well, what's going to happen? Right? What's going to happen? Um, I'm going to go, and Shaul's going to find out that I'm going to anoint David, and he's going to kill me. So Hashem said, look, take uh, an animal with you, and you say you're going to offer it as a carbon. 
But that wasn't true. He was going to anoint David. But you see, he was lying to him in order to protect his life. And so to, um, so to Avram and Yitzchak, they both said that their wives are really their sisters. You don't say because of that they're considered Dovre Shaker. They're speakers of falsehood. They're liars. He says, because they said out of fear. So too, Yaakov was trying to get the brachas of his father. Just because he changes because of that, that doesn't mean he's a Dovre Shaker. He's a speaker of falsehood. And also, his mother told him, and there's a din of Yishim um, of Tiroh, of like Kibbalavayim, Yerosavayim, and also she was in Avia. And Uncle says, Uncle says, when she said, Allah Klas Chemini, the curse will, it sounds like it means the curse will be on me, but it says, no, Allah, to me, it was said in Nevoah that the curse will not come upon you. So you see that Nevoah kind of endorsed what she was saying. Okay, so the question is, the problem is, the Radak never quite explains why is it not considered lying or considered your Dover Shaker? He's like just saying that this is okay, it's not a, it's not a disgrace to, it's not a, to do this, and he gives examples, but he never quite says what's why. What's the principle at hand which makes this illegitimate? So I think maybe the idea is that like this is that see in lying, it's not what's bad about lying isn't the saying a false statement per se. I mean, of course, that is wrong. But it's not the idea. The idea is it's like a distortion of truth. A person who is a tzaddik or a person has to have a attachment to truth. Ultimately, a Kaddish Baruch is the ultimate truth. And a person has to be attached to truth. To, that means to establishing truth in the world. And the words which you say could be false, could be misrepresenting truth, or could be properly representing truth. And that's the idea. You don't want to be enunciating or putting forth something which is uh, outside of a reality of truth. And that's what's wrong with Shakar. Now... It's not just words. There could be a falsehood in the world. For example, for Avram Avinu to be killed because he's married to Sarah, a beautiful woman, that's that would also be a sheker. That's like you're going basically you're going to have, um, you know, instead of having a eshes ish based upon, you know, ma- marriage, you're just going to have it. The strongest man, uh, six, uh, you know, uh, wins and then takes all, so takes the woman. He says, that's also a shaker. That's a false. So that's totally just uh, establishing a world based upon might, not based upon justice. So that's also establishing a greater falsehood, a greater uh, distortion of the the way the world should be and the, the proper you know design of Hashem's design of the world. Or, for example, Yerushim yeah, will to be killed because he wants to give uh, the kingship to David, which is the, the, the Hashem. So that would also be a corruption of, uh, of truth. And Similarly here, for Esav to get the brachos, that's what the Radak is saying, is that Esav doesn't deserve the brachos. Hashem, the brachos Hashem is not really, it shouldn't go to Esav, it should go to Yaakov. Now it's true, Yitzchak doesn't realize that. And for whatever reason, it wasn't it wasn't a good idea for Yitzchak to find out. But the reality is he knew, and maybe that's why he's saying the Nevoah even backed it up, that this was ultimately the truth was that the brachos deserved or should have gone to, to Yaakov and not to Esav. Now the thing is, in these cases, so you have a you have a you have a problem. If you're going to say true words, I am Yaakov, the bracha is going to go to Esau, which is going to be a bigger distortion. If you're going to say Sarah is my wife, then uh, it's true you'll say true words, but now you're going to end up having a false husband. You're going to end up having a paro take a Sarah where he has no right to Sarah. Or same thing with Shmuel. Shmuel says I'm going to anoint David, and David's going to Shmuel's going to be killed. David's not going to be anointed, and it's going to be distorting the ultimate plan, Hashem's plan of the world. So it's teaching us, and Hashem himself is teaching us, that in such a case, you have to go with the, this, this establishing the true 
reality in line with the proper plan, which is in line with Hashem's will, and not with saying the true words. That's not called Dover Sheker. Dover Sheker is where you're creating a false reality. Here, on the contrary, you're saying words which the particular words are false in order to establish a true reality, a proper, um, something which is truly in line with the ultimate, with Hashem's uh, plan. So that's what he's saying is it's not, it might be saying wrong words, but that's not the, my, that's not called Dover Sheker. That's not like a person is attached to, to, to falsehood. Now, good question. Maybe if someone has a thought about why he's mentioning. Also, he's listening to Kibbutz Avayim, That's not clear why that's relevant exactly. Because look, if your father, the parent tells you to do something wrong, you know, so listen. So your parent tells you to lie, do you have to listen? So, um, that's a good question. Why the Radak mentions that? But let's leave that alone. So now the question is, like I said, that's Radak. So what about Rashi? So I think maybe you say Rashi agrees. Rashi agrees. He knows. He's not saying that Yaakov's allowed to lie here because he's. You can twist his words into these white lies, and it's it's ridiculous. You can't lie like that. You're not allowed to lie and just make up. You can always twist your words. Any lie you could you could um, permit because of that. But I think Rashi knows. He agrees with Radak that ultimately, this isn't lying. This isn't really lying. You're on the contrary. You're establishing truth, and this is appropriate. This is you're trying to establish, establish the proper place of the Bechorah. After all, it was Yaakov's Bechorah anyways. He bought it from it. So this is definitely appropriate to tell the truth. It's appropriate to lie in this case to establish the truth. But there's an idea of like Midvar Shekhar Tirchak, like a person has to distance himself from lying. So in other words, let me say it like this, but about it. In a case like this, where you're lying for for like a different purpose, for the sake of saving your life or whatever, for the brachos, establishing truth, would you say that you're not lying? Or you say, look, you are lying, but there's a greater, there's like a lesser of two evils. There's like a greater lie or a greater distortion which will take place if you say it the other way. So so I think the answer is clear. Is that it's not that you're not lying. You are. Yaakov, you know, Avram, Sarah was not his sister. Sarah was his wife. But at the same time, it's like a greater distortion is going to occur if you say the other truth. So you have to go with a lesser distortion. But it is a distortion. And therefore, when you deal with a person like Avram, it's like Yaakov, Shmuel, people who are like, um, who are, like love truth and hate falsehood. There's like a deal of midrash tirchak. They don't want to say. They're uncomfortable with saying the lie. They 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 know they have to, but they're uncomfortable with it. And therefore, they choose words which which could hug truth as close as possible. Even though they have to say a falsehood, or they have to certainly say it in a way that implies a falsehood. But at the same time, they choose words which are being as close to the truth as you could, which technically could be read in a truthful way. So he didn't say, he didn't say when he says, who are you? He didn't say Esav. He says, Anochi, I am Esav. So obviously it's not the plain interpretation. It's not what Yitzhak understood. But at least there is a way to attach it to truth. And therefore, even though he's lying internally, he's not forgetting about truth. He's not embracing the lie and partaking of it in his personality. His personality is like distance from the lie and he's holding on to a truth as best as he can. And the same thing here. It says, I did what you told me. He didn't say, I got you the game, which you asked me to. He says, I did what you asked me to, which implies the wrong, you know, it's like that it's the game, but he didn't say it openly. And that's what it's saying. It's like, there's a way to lie, which, which respects or hugs the truth as best as possible. And that's what Rashi is trying to show you how Avraham, I'm sorry, in this case, how Yaakov is doing that. He had to lie, but at the same time, he, 
he wasn't comfortable with it, and therefore he clung to it. You have this also, Rabbi had this shot by Avimelech, where Avram told Avimelech, look, she is my sister, because she's, you know, the whole convoluted way that he's the type of a sister. So he's saying this to Avimelech, look, I didn't totally, even though I knew I had to lie to you, because ultimately my, I thought my life was in danger, I didn't disrespect you entirely. I, I still wouldn't just tell you an absolute straight-out lie. I tried to hug the truth as best as I could. And there's a certain... There's a certain like respect to, to Avimelech, which is that he wouldn't just totally outright lie, but he's still looking for something which is misleading, but it's not an absolute lie. So again, I think that's to do with. I don't know if you'd say this by like a different iser. I don't know if like if you have to eat the pig to save your life, maybe you don't have to try to not eat it. I mean, you're eating pig. That's it. You have to do it. But like because MS and Sheker is so foundational, like midvar Sheker Tircha, you have to distance yourself from lying, even when you have to lie. Still, you obviously not to endanger your life, but so far as it's possible, it's valuable to hug the truth as best as possible. All right, so um, have a good job, everybody.